Hi, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, where we try to be the best Christians we can for God. No, my voice isn't all the way back. I just got back from camp. Had a great week talking about glorifying thy name. You know, we had four baptisms. The kids were so responsive uh, to the lessons, and that's such a wonderful thing to see the young people doing that. So we're grateful uh, for those responses. I had a great week at camp. What we want to talk about today, though, on today's episode is the type of man that I want to be. The type of man I want to be. And ladies, you don't have to check in on this one because this is the type of man you should be looking forward to. You know, in the sports world and in the secular world, we look at where we want to go. We look at how far we want to make it. And then we try to work towards it, right? Um, But I think spiritually we forget to do that sometimes. We have to make some spiritual goals. And so in order to find out what you want to be, you got to find out what you don't want to be either, right? So here, let's find out what we don't want to be first. Ladies, what you don't want. Then let's find out what we actually do want. Okay? So here's the first thing. I don't want to be. Here's one thing. I don't want to be just the provider. Well, what does that mean? You know, I don't want to be the guy or the father that just gives everything to my wife, to my kids monetarily. I give them money, give them a nice house, give them everything, and that's it. You know, I've seen so many marriages messed up because of that. You know, the the husband gets angry because you don't understand. I've given you everything. I've given you money. I've given you this house. I've given you everything, and you're still not grateful. And then he gets mad, and she gets mad because that's not really what she wants. Then you got then you got a clash. And so I don't want to be just a provider that just gives my family everything monetarily. That's great. Yes, as the husband, we are to provide. But some guys think that's where it stops. Some guys think as long as I give them money, as long as I give them a house, as long as I give them whatever, they should be happy. And if they don't, then we're going to have a problem. Some guys are like that. And I don't want to be that type of guy. So I don't want to be just a provider. Number two, I don't want to be I don't want to be just a dad. Well, what does that mean? I don't just want to have that title of a father. You know, a lot of guys. I actually heard this phrase a long time ago, but I never forgot it. He said, a lot of guys out here, they have the ability to make these girls a mother. A lot of guys have that ability. And a lot of guys after that have the title dad, but they don't live up to that responsibility. I don't want to be that dude. You know, I don't want to be the guy uh, that's just a dad. I want to be someone that they can look up to spiritually i want to be someone they can look up to physically i want to be someone that they know is always going to be there that's what a dad is you know anybody can make a woman a mother that's the easy part but the hard part is what comes after that being a dad being a father being a provider being a disciplinarian right it's hard and not a lot of people want to do that but I want to I want to be that type of guy. Right. And so instead of being just a provider, I don't want to be just a dad either. Here's another thing. I don't want to be just strong physically. You know, a lot of guys think that this right here, that that'll get them through life. It'll get you to a certain point. It'll get you to a certain point for sure. But it's not going to help you in the long run. I mean, that stuff can go away within a matter of months. In a matter of months, it's gone. And I don't want my physical body to be the best attribute that I've got to offer to this girl. And vice versa. I don't want this this girl's body 
to be the best attribute she can offer to me. You know, I'm not, I don't want that. And so being strong physically is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, there's so many things that's better than being just a strong man. Right. And we're going to look at that later. So you don't want to be just a provider. Ladies, you just don't want that guy. Guys, we don't want to be just a dad. Ladies, you shouldn't want a guy that's just a dad. Guys, you don't want to be someone that's just strong physically. Ladies, you don't want you shouldn't want a guy that just is going to be strong physically. Then number four, what I don't want to be, I don't want to be just average. What does that mean? Well, I don't want to be just an average guy. You know what I mean? I want to have some high goals set for myself. You know, I don't want to be just an average Joe. And to take it a step further, I don't want to be just an average Christian guy. I don't want to be your average Christian guy that just shows up to lectureships. I don't want to be an average Christian guy that just shows up when the doors are open. I don't want to be your average Christian guy that's just there. I want to be something different. You know, I heard this a long time ago. It said, uh, when you find that person, when you're looking for that person, look for someone who lives Christianity, but Christianity isn't what they do. I didn't understand that at first, but I understand it now. Some people take, literally, it's the craziest thing, but some people take Christianity as a side job. Oh, well, I mean, I get Sunday morning again, Wednesday night again, I'll show up, I'll go, I'll be there. I really won't participate. I really won't focus on my own personal growth. I'll just be there. I'll clock in and clock out just so they can say I was there. I don't want to be that dude. I don't want to be the guy that just shows up. And I don't want to be the guy that shows up just because she's there and vice versa. I don't want her to show up just because I'm there. I want her to show up because she loves God, not because I do, but because she does. And ladies, just quick note, if this guy does not bring you closer to God, not the right dude. I don't care how great he looks on the outside. I don't care if he has the name Christian behind his name. If he doesn't care about God by himself, when you're added to the picture, it's going to be just the same. And I've seen so many marriages crumble because of that. Some people don't want to listen. That's fine. Um, but then their lives are, are terrible after. And I don't want that for you guys, especially my friends that are girls. I don't want that to happen to you guys. Right, so I don't want to be just a provider. I don't want to be just a dad. I don't want to be just strong physically, and I don't want to be just average. I want to be different. So instead of being all that, what do you want to be, guys? What should we be striving for, ladies? What should you be looking for? Number one, instead of just being a provider, I want to love her as Christ loved the church. You know, you go to Ephesians chapter five. Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-five. Paul here writes to the church at Ephesus. And here he really makes a great comparison between Christ and the church, their marriage, and a husband and a wife. And he says in verse 25, husbands love your wives, even as, stop right there. Whenever you see that phrase, even as in the scripture, that is a comparison phrase. Meaning, whatever the writer says after that, that's what you need to compare your life to. So, husbands love your wives. How am I supposed to do it? As the world does it? No, as other people do it, no, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Here's a question. 
What did Christ give up for the church? He gave up the glory of heaven. He gave up his life. He sacrificed a lot of things for her. And those things that I mentioned are all embodied in one word. Sacrifice. Let me talk to you for a second, ladies and, and guys. And I learned this too, and I'm just passing on the information I learned over the past couple years. You are not. I don't care if you have a great job. I don't care if you have all the money in the world. I don't care if you live on your own. I don't care if you don't live on your own. It doesn't matter what your situation or lot in life is. Ladies, especially ladies, listen to this. If this guy and guys, if this girl is not selfless yet, if he's selfish outside or while you're dating, he's going to be that way when you're married too. Marriage is a selfless institution. The husband gives everything to the wife. But what if the wife does nothing and just takes, 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 and takes? It's not fair to him. But vice versa, what if she gives everything to him, but then he just takes and takes and takes? It's not fair to her. You see, it's a selfless institution. And the best advice that I've ever, some of the best advice I've ever gotten is until you and until she can become selfless, you better stay single. Because once you get in that union and y'all are both selfish, there's going to be some major problems. And for me personally, I'm not trying to deal with that. I'm just not, right? I'd rather stay single than to deal with that. Selfless institution. You can't be selfish in a selfless institution. It doesn't work. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how great you look on the outside. I don't even care if you are a Christian. If you're selfish, it's not going to work. But some people try it. Some people think they can do it. And really, 10 times out of 10, they fail. Because it's a selfless institution. Can't do it. All right? And so I want to make sure that I love her as Christ of the church. Not only did Christ provide provide for her um, physically, he provided everything for her. You see, I want to be the type of guy, I want to provide for her physically. I want to provide for her emotionally. I want to provide for her financially. I want to provide for her spiritually. There's so many things. I like to call it the Elise. There's so many of the Elise that I want to provide for her. And until... I'm ready to do that. I and I understand other people have got married before me. That's fine. But I'm I don't want to do that until I'm ready because I feel like that's going to make my marriage better. So I want to love her as Christ loved the church. Then number two, instead of being just a dad, I want to be a faithful father. I don't want to be that father that is satisfied with just bringing my kids to youth events. I don't want to be the father that's just satisfied that my kids have the name Christian behind their name. I don't want to be the dad that's satisfied with, I'm just glad my kids are showing up. No, I'm not I'm not about that life. I have goals and visions for my kids that I haven't even met yet. That I don't even know if I'm going to even have. But I have goals and visions for them. Not that I want to run their life. But it's in terms of, I want them to love God and develop that love for God on their own. I want that for them. 
right? And think about this, an attribute of a faithful father. Remember in Matthew chapter 1, when Jesus was born and Joseph didn't know Mary, but then Joseph being a faithful man, not willing to make her a public example, put her away privily, right? And then the next verse says, and he thought on these things. He consulted with God about things. That's another attribute of a faithful man. A faithful man does not focus on this. He's not focused on his own strength. And he's also not focused on this either. Not focused on what he knows. He goes to God with everything. I don't care how small. I don't care how big. He goes to God for it. Ladies, that's what you should be looking for. Why not look for a guy that trusts in God more than he trusts you? More than he trusts himself? That has to be a part of who that guy is, though. You can't necessarily change a guy into that. That has to be who he is already. And that, that that's important, too, and we'll talk about that later. But that's an attribute of a faithful father. I want to be that guy. I want to be that dad, a faithful dad. I don't want to be satisfied that my kids are showing up. I want my kids to be strong spiritually. I want my kids to leave a spiritual legacy. I don't want the legacy to be everyone knows my last name. You know, I want that legacy to be I know when I'm gone that I'm going to see them in heaven because I left the foundation for them. That's what legacy means. Legacy isn't knowing everyone knowing my name. I could care less if everyone knows my name. I'd rather everyone not know my name. I'd rather do my own thing. But legacy to me means when I'm gone that they can be okay because they knew dad taught them. That's what legacy is. And that's what my parents are teaching me. And when I'm trying to teach what I want to teach my future kids. It's all about the next generation. That's what legacy is. Legacy's got nothing to do with me. Legacy's got to do with um, the future generation. So I want to love as Christ, love the church. I want to be a faithful father. But instead of being strong physically, I want to be strong spiritually. Look at this. <clears throat> if you go to 1 Samuel chapter 16, 1 Samuel 16, you have uh, Samuel here uh, <clears throat> going to the house of Jesse. Look at all these boys looking for the king to anoint. Big guys passed. Oh, he's got to be the king. This guy passes. Oh, he's he's got to be king. It's got to it's got to be that guy, right? But then I want you to notice what God says to Jesse in verse seven, and the Lord said, or to Samuel in verse seven, and the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, or the height of his stature. I've refused him, for the Lord sees not as man seeth, for the man looketh on the outward appearance. But the Lord looketh on the heart. Ladies, men, especially ladies, you have to develop the skill to look at the heart. You have to develop that skill. If you were in the shoes of Samuel, ladies, and there were 10 guys there, and God says, one of these 10, you're going to marry. And some of them look like celebrities. Some of them look great. Some of them have money. Some of them are, you know, physically of a great stature. Could you choose between the 10 what type of heart is the right one for you? Could you choose that? You have to, right? I heard a, uh, I was watching a video of how this couple got together and they were kind of talking about their story. And um, the guy pretty much thought it was over. You know, he's like, you know, I'll never see her again, whatever. 
but he wasn't, I don't think he was dating anyone at the time, but she was dating someone at the time. So she was dating someone and her friend came up to her and without the other guy knowing, he had no idea. He's living his life. The friend comes up and goes to her and says, can I ask you a question? She says, sure. She goes, between the two guys, and this was, this was kind of a game to them, but she was just asking questions. She goes, between those two guys, who has the better heart between the two guys? And the other girl said, well, the other guy I was with does. Then she goes, okay, let me ask you this question. Between the two guys that you've been with the past couple of years, who's going to be the better dad? And she says, he will. It took, if it wasn't for her asking those questions, she might not be with them in their marriage. Like I said, the marriage didn't work out. I know I had to do a quick change. It's a Wednesday, so I got to get ready to go. Um, but again, like the marriage, it didn't work out because they weren't willing to work, right? And so I don't want to be that guy that's just strong physically, but that's all I've got, right? And here's the last thing. Instead of being average, I want to be rare. Here in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6, the Bible says most men will proclaim everyone his goodness. Ladies, how many times have you been a guy that says everything he's going to do, everything, how great he is, how awesome he is, right? But then it says, but a faithful man who can find. The next verse said, a just man will walk in his integrity and his children are blessed after him. Don't you want your children to be blessed because he walks in integrity? Not, not saying he's not perfect. I'm not perfect. I've made plenty of mistakes, right? But again, it's walking in his integrity. It's a principle. Right? It's something you're trying to work towards. And that's the great thing about, about the scripture. You know, you're constantly trying to be the best you can. And that's what being rare is. So we looked at today some things we want to be, some things we don't want to be. You know, I saw some things I don't want to be, but I've also seen some things that I want to be. Right? So, again, it was a great study to study with you all today. Again, remember, we're still on iTunes, almost on Spotify. We're, we're very close to getting there. Uh, we're on Twitter. Um, you can like and subscribe also on YouTube as well. We're just trying to get some good content out there, some great content that we can study the scripture together. Um, thank you so much for listening. There will be some, some great stuff coming pretty soon, and I'll keep you updated on that. Uh, but continue to pray for me as, as I continue to pray for you. Thank you.